There's power in a drumbeat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Welcome and bienvenidos to the Loyal Local Podcast, everybody. I'm Drew Steck. I am the Director of Creative and Art for the Locals. Welcome. This is our Loyal Locals Podcast. We've done quite a few episodes of this previously, but this will be a new format. But joining me to usher in a new era are old friends and people who have brought this podcast to where it is now. Jerry Jimenez, what's up, man? Good to have you back on the uh, the show here. We're on a new show. On a new show. This is awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. I could uh, make it out. It's been crazy. I've been super busy. I'm sure you guys already know that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's good to be back. Totally. And and obviously, we had to bring in the president, bring in the chief, Esteban. What's up, man? Good to have you. Steve Brockoff. Yeah, same same sentiment as Jerry. Glad to be here. Um, super stoked to for the new format and, and kind of to, to usher in a new era of the new podcast. Yeah, it's been about three, four months since we last talked. We did a review of the season. If you go back, that was our old format where we would just talk about anything and everything. This new show is going to be a little bit tighter. It's going to be more about the locals and our announcements in terms of what we want to do as a group and what we are doing and try and feature different people. So the idea is going to be three different hosts every week. Obviously, familiar this week. It's people that you're pretty used to. But moving forward, it'll be different faces and different people every week. So we're going to be consistent uh, as much as possible, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. And again, trying to be as weekly as possible. So that's the goal here moving forward. One of the things we're going to try and do is highlight your questions throughout the show and answer those pretty specifically. So if you do want to put those in the chat, please feel free. And for those listening as a podcast, welcome. For those watching us live on YouTube, welcome. We love having you. And to all of our members anywhere, we love you. And thank you for being a part of the locals. So let's jump in to the you know the the big thing here. This is the new podcast. I call it a podcast mullet. That's That's a phrase coined by our director of the show and, and big contributor to this new format, John Cross, is the party in the front, uh, or sorry, party in the back. I already messed it up. Business in the front. We're going to talk about some announcements, and then we're going to have a post-show here. So if you do join us live, if you're one of those joining us live, you'll have a fun show where we still do our post-show. might be way longer than the show. That was the case when we had long shows sometimes, but in this case, we'll have a little bit shorter show up front, and then we'll have a fun show in the back here for you. So that's the format we're going to go with here. Without much more ado, what I really want to do is jump into Steve. Man, uh, we had a big thing for our group. We had elections. We had a new phase of leadership here. We've never elected leadership. We Before, we had to choose our leadership and, and pick who we wanted to be part of this. Now it is so big that we have enough candidates and people to run for stuff. So what went on there in terms of electing leadership, I guess? Yeah. So really exciting. Um, kind of like really exciting that we're at that place that Drew, you just kind of talked about um, to a point that, you know, people from, you know, from the first couple of years, obviously 2020 COVID was just derailed. Everything 2021 was really, you know, about 90% of a real year. And it's super exciting that for basically one year, we had enough people to 
you know, run and contend and enough people joined our group in 2021 and then felt like they were already a big enough part to run and elect themselves for leadership. Um, so super excited to announce kind of some new, some, some new players, uh, some new people on, on Congress, some new people on leadership. Um, and I'll kind of run through that here real quick. Um, so just to be brief, like, like Drew said, uh, Sean Stone is our new vice president. Uh, that was positioned, obviously, formerly held by Drew himself. Drew slot, slots into art and creative. The person who was art and creative was Travis Peterson. Travis is now a Congress member. And I'll get in, I think we'll get into a little bit about Congress in a little bit, um, a little more details. Uh, Nicole Peterson is v- marketing and communications. Uh, Jason Radcliffe is going to head our events. Uh, Kim is going to stick as director of documentation, previously known as our scribe. Um, Eileen is re-upped for our merchandise director. Super stoked there. Uh, new philanthropy person, uh, Sean Duffy. Sean Duffy is is going to lead our philanthropic arm. Uh, and we had a leadership meeting last week, and he had some killer ideas. So I think we're going to be, you know, really, really involved this year. Uh, not that we hadn't been in the past, but some really good ideas there um, to kind of extend what we were doing before. Uh, Nick Duffy, new stadium operations director. Um, if you listen to this podcast, I hope that you know Nick. Uh, Nick is awesome. That was a position formerly held by Tom Blick. Uh, Tom Blick slots into uh, director of operations, which is kind of barking lot pregame um, and kind of an overall operations perspective. Um, and then we have a bunch of Congress members. I'm not going to go through all the Congress members individually because I just don't want to um, don't want to drag on here. But some really exciting stuff um, from leadership. Just wow. super excited, super gonna- thrilled. You're going to shun that. the one Congress member we even got on the on the podcast here. So <laughs> okay, everybody knows Jerry. Everybody knows Jerry. I don't know. It just, just doesn't, that doesn't matter. Uh, what really matters is how amazing Nicole Peterson's picture is on that website. If you guys right. didn't miss it, or yes. miss it, go and check it out again. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Never bring mind. it back up there. Let's bring it back. Yeah. yeah look at that. Oh yeah. So this is this is the visual element. This is why you got to tune in for our visual element. If you missed us live, you can still catch us on YouTube as well. But this is what you got to tune in for because we can't we can describe to you the excitement of this face, but you have to see it yourself. Yeah, it's just yeah. uh, an amazing amount of excitement. And thank you, Nicole. She also told us that 81 people voted in the election. So that's about a quarter of our members generally, um, a little less than that. But if you want to vote next time, that's where we'll need you to just, you know, make sure you're checking your emails and, and check in when our, our memberships are coming up and when our new year comes up. And we're looking to do this, I think, yearly, Steve. Is that right? In terms of yeah, when I mean- positions become available. Yeah, we'll kind of see how things go. Um, yeah, it depends on how positions become available. Technically, per the bylaws, they're two-year terms. Um, but we've had a lot of internal discussions about, you know, let's not put every position up every two years. Maybe we stagger some every year. So we'll kind of talk about that internal and see um, see kind of how we maybe want to restructure some of that. But that's just kind of an idea that's been tossed around uh, internal to locals leadership. But right now it's two-year terms, but uh, that's definitely on the table that we maybe stagger some so that we don't have a, a big changing of the guard. Uh, it might be a little more gradual. So it's on the table, but nothing really set in stone yet. Great. And I, I think it's pretty awesome that within a week of that, we actually didn't have all the positions running for, but we had members step up and say they wanted to step into those positions. And we've now filled all of our open positions. So that's a pretty awesome place to be at. But there's always room to volunteer and how these people became part of leadership and part of Congress in the first place. And we'll talk a little bit more, as Steve said, about that was 
by volunteering, by joining in and showing up before a game and, and helping out. Obviously, it's a little more organized than that sometimes. So you just want to reach out and let us know that you're interested. We've got forms on our website. We also have forms uh, and just people within our Discord. Just put your hand up and say, hey, I'm interested in X, Y, and Z. We'd love to have you. There's a few areas that always can use more people. Uh, pre-game setup you know, is one, one specifically that always can use a few more people. But it's one of those where just let us know and we're here to help you. So that's yeah, pretty much our leadership and, and call to action for our members here a little bit. In terms of what's exciting is games are happening, right? But we also have a schedule and we have away games. And people are feeling a little more up for traveling in 2022 to some of these away matches. And one is coming pretty quickly that was circled on our calendars last year. And it was almost so quickly out the gate that, Steve, you got to go. But the rest of us didn't get a go last year to Arizona and go to the Phoenix Rising uh, Chandler Stadium at White Horse Pass? Wild Horse Pass? Wild Horse. Wild, yeah, Wild Horse, Horse Pass, yes. Okay. So that is what's happening here at the end of next month, the 26th of March. So what we're trying to do is gauge interest from our members. We have a lot of you that reach out and say, hey, I'm interested in going on different trips, going here and there. We have a form on our website that you can fill out. We also have it within our Discord as well. And we just would like to get your information in terms of what you're interested in doing if you're going to come, uh, that you're interested uh, as well. You can also buy tickets there too. So everything's just kind of set up there for you. But we do want to hear back from you what you're interested in, just because we're not quite sure in terms of pregame activities set up the night before. Meetups, usually the night before is kind of the a common thing. And then some sort of pregame activity. It's just, what are you looking for? So that's what yeah. you know we're looking for is what you're looking for. Steve, anything yeah, I mean, to add in terms of that? Yeah, really, trip? really, it's just member driven. Like whatever our members want to do, if, you know, like Drew, you said, I, we, we want to have a huge presence out there. Um, you know, Phoenix came to town to San Diego two times last year, and they had a pretty good, pretty good visiting section both times they, they came here. Um, both of our matches last season were at the very, very beginning of the season. Um, like Drew said, it was the first match, and then there was like two weeks later, and that's when COVID was still really bad. And I just don't think that we were in a place to really organize that. But now, with vaccines, with everything, I mean, I, I hate to say pandemic is over because it's not. So I don't want to say, you know, during COVID because it's, it's still ongoing. But, you know, we're in a place now that we can do this kind of stuff. We can organize. So we definitely want to have a big presence. Like, you know, come on out. Uh, the form that um, our new events director and Nicole, um, Jason and Nicole worked on together uh, is great. It's just basically gauging it. Just, are you, do you want to come? What do you want to do? Where do you want to stay? Uh, and really, it's just all member driven. If, if, if we see enough people that say, hey, we're going to be out there Friday, we'll definitely put them together Friday night. If we're going to see enough people that are like, hey, we want to drive out. And enough people are like, you know, we have 20 people say they're driving out and there's 20 people driving themselves. Why don't you guys carpool? Like we can we can help facilitate some of this stuff and make these trips more efficient. So that's kind of our goal here. Uh, and I'm just super stoked, super stoked on the, kind of the first to, to, to get ahead of it. I mean, we're looking at a month and a couple weeks away, but we're just trying to get really ahead of the curve here because one of the lessons learned from last season is once things get going, they really, really, really get going. And it's kind of hard to, to look ahead when you got a match and a watch party and a match and a watch party and a match and a watch party. So really excited that our two, you know, two uh, members of leadership that are, are tackling this are, are way on top of it. And I'm super stoked. So check, uh, check discord. Um, I think it, I believe it's also on uh, on our Facebook group, and I think that it's all on Twitter as well. Um, if it's not, I'll, I'll make sure to contact Nicole and Jason and, and make sure that it gets out there as as, as in a way that uh, is accessible because we really want to have a big presence out there this, this year. Yeah, it's also what's great about again tuning in live. You get our people right here, Nicole, in the comments 
to answer your questions if you want. So thank you, Nicole. And thank you, everybody, uh, Jason specifically as well, just putting lining these ducks up for us in a row. Jerry, do you think you'd ever see it, man, where we're just a machine here planning all of these trips and stuff, dude? You know, you have this one, and then I think we have another one coming in, in town. We don't. We might not even have to go anywhere, but we got news of a match that wasn't on our calendar up until last week. Do you know which match I'm talking about, Jerry? Yes. Which which match do you think that is? Yes. Oh, uh, the US Open Cup. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. We talked about it so much on the show before. Open Cup match. Yes. We love it. Super excited. Super exciting. So we're going to a little bit North County off the 56. Canyon Crest Academy is where Albion SC plays their home games, formerly 1904, now Albion SC, who's been a club around town for a long time as well. Awesome. We get a real live open cup match. We don't have an exact date yet, right? It's that April 5th through 7th range, I believe, will be the Mm -hmm. date that we'll fall into. And it will be at Canyon Crest Academy. Those are the things that we know. And besides that, we don't know a lot. But do mark that on your calendar as something that has come up. We obviously had the loyal schedule drop happen in the last couple months. That came out pretty, you know, concurrently. Now we have a couple more dates, this one being a big highlight as well. Guys, anything in terms of U.S. Open Cup that that you remember just a moment that that makes you buy into the U.S. Open Cup? Oh. Yeah, I mean, Sacramento. A, I, when, do yeah. you guys remember? Sorry, just like that sticks out so much. Sacramento, yeah. uh, when it was being coached uh, by soccer legend. Um, trying to blank here. Uh, Eric Ronaldo. I don't know if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Open Cup, they made a they made a run for pretty for pretty they did a really good job um FC I Cincinnati too um but uh I wanted to say real quick make sure I don't want to jinx I'm not jinxing anything just in case market calendars also for April 19th through the 21st for the third round because that's when it, that's scheduled uh but right. yeah that's the one thing that sticks out and I may, I may be wrong I may be completely off base here but I do know Eric Ronaldo took a team really far in the open cup and that was really exciting to see yeah, yeah. FC, and, the FC Cincinnati run stands out to me. Yeah, uh, that was I mean, the one like I was the semifinals, of. and and that keeper made that a couple of saves, like just stood on his head. Yeah, that shootout game. or that whatever. Was, oh, yeah, that, or, yeah, the yeah. It was a penalty he shot. Kept him in the yeah, game, I then think. there was. He yeah, kept yeah. him in the game, and then during the penalty shootout too. So, yeah, there's magic moments to be had, man. There's no doubt about that. That's the moment we want, right? As the locals, we want a penalty yeah. shootout. We want Koki or Austin or Anthony right in front of us. Us going nuts and being able to will our way in front of an MLS team, right, uh, to victory. That's that's what we all are looking for at a sun, some point in this tournament. But you got to start small. You got to start with your neighbors, and you got to start smaller than you are and work your way up. In this case, Albion SC is is our first matchup. So exciting! Put that on your calendar somewhere in April fifth to seventh. Sorry, Quinton- Ben, and corrected me. That he's absolutely right. It's Cal FC is who it was. Cal um, FC. That's right. Th- to Cal FC. That's that's what it was. Thank you, Ben. Which is now Cal Strikers, right? It kind of like eventually morphed. I don't I don't know. Anyway. I don't know what I'm talking about. Why, why are you guys having me on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why are you on the show? Yeah. The uh <laughs> the yes, but I know I know one thing you you are big on is is merch Jerry. So wait, hold on, but wait, wait, wait. And you're gonna yeah. skip over this, Drew, because you're a Timbers fan and that's who they bested. They yes. they beat timbers in portland i know you were trying to get over that but let's just say (laughs) that's what i remember anyways the open cup is amazing it's super fun and when the underdog 
does underdog things and then wins, like let's go. So I'm I'm ready to see San Diego Loyal uh, take a stab at Albion and then uh, and then you know fingers crossed everything goes well against a, a team in MLS. So yeah, sorry Drew, go ahead. No, you're good. <laughs> I I was just moving on to the thing that we get the most questions about. Actually, sandwiched uh, right here in the middle of the show. Prime content. When are the scarfs and keychains coming? Where where are they? Well, when are they coming? I ordered them. I, I became a member. Where are they? And that's the question we get. And sometimes in a nicer tone of voice and sometimes like that. Steve, when are they coming? <laughs> we got, we literally put them, like, when we launched, we're like, they're coming in a few weeks. And we got a few, we've already gotten emails like, hey, when are those coming in? Am I going to get it by the right. match? Um, yeah. Right now, they're slated to get in March 4th. March 4th is the latest date that we have heard. Um, I We've also... There's two sides here, right? From Die Hard before, we've heard a date, and they have arrived a week earlier. But we've also, you know, with it, with everything COVID right now, we're really weary on lead times and things delaying. So March 4th is the last thing that we've heard. Um, I have no further update uh, beyond that. And when I do hear something, um, I'll make sure to update this podcast and or uh, members whenever things do um, do come my way. Great. So that's the that's, latest I've heard. Yeah. And so the goal would be have them in your hand by the first game. Obviously, that's yeah. what we want to do and what we've been yep. trying to strive for the whole scarves. time. And just Currently as a reminder, scarves and scarves and keychains, the membership did include shipping. So um, you'll get that, you know, with you'll get it in your hand. The uh, the March 4th is a, is a Friday. So the idea is if we can get things by that day, we'll have like a kind of packing party and then we'll get you guys your stuff um, early, early that following week. Hey Steve, is somebody taking Perfect. all your recycling out, or what? What is it? No, that? it's raining. Just <laughs> oh, dang! He's got that. He's got that metal roof over there. It is it's what like it is. A, uh, <laughs> it's like a type uh, of percussion. It's raining in San Diego. That's terrible. I hate this. <laughs> we need it. Well, it's it's gonna be real fun when they show up. Either way, the goal again: get them in that first week of March. Get them out into your hands. Uh, turn them around and send them to you as soon as we possibly can. We will try and do that for you. So. Uh, that's our mission, and and there's only so much you can do in these these days of worldwide global shortages uh, of pretty much everything. It seems like so, uh, just trying to move product from one place to another can be much more troublesome than than it used to be. But I'm excited. Uh, I think most people are excited. I think the design was fantastic by Travis Peterson this year, and that's why so many people want to get their hands on these things. So we're we're pretty excited about that. And again, we'll keep updating you every week on the show as to what our latest update is. Uh, other events or other things, events, updates for us in terms of what we're doing, what the club is doing that aren't match related. We had a couple matches that we're putting on the calendar here, and then we also have a match this weekend to talk about. But a thing Loyal is doing here and something that we are participating in, as well as uh, my friends at the hangar, is the cleat drive. It's for gently used cleats, so they're not looking for ones that you've beat up or put a lot of love into. They're looking for ones that maybe you wore and they didn't fit right or maybe wore just a couple games and somebody else could get a lot more use out of. They're looking to have those dropped off here now. So either at SD Loyal uh, HQ or when you're coming to the game, you can drop them off there as well. But that's what we're looking for, some used nice cleats that we can give to people uh, who don't have either the resources to get them themselves or maybe can't get a pair that would be that nice uh, and love to play and, and deserve a nice pair of cleats. So that's what we're looking for in terms of the cleat drive. Guys, have you ever have you ever uh, had a pair of cleats that you just put on and we're just like, 
these were not correct. These were did not fit my foot, right? Maybe you ordered. Usually you return them, but sometimes that can happen. Gary? I totally did. It was is a. Um, I hate to admit this, but there was a time when I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna pick soccer back up. I'm gonna play again. Um, I used to maybe like three times. And... Oh yeah, <laughs> and I've we've all been there. And it's you know your your playing goes in spurts. I don't play outdoors much. So honestly, if I did buy some cleats in the last two years, they probably wouldn't have gotten used as much and, and would probably be going to this drive. Uh, my last pair I, I beat the heck out of. So those are not going to go into the donation bin. But uh, unfortunately, Jerry's cases, sometimes all of our cases where uh, we just uh, don't. So, so we, needless to say, I'm donating. I hope you do too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sometimes we don't fulfill our New Year's resolution uh, in this case <laughs> with our feet. How did so, you know? Who told you? I, I, I uh so i i I read that one um something else it's coming up pretty exciting for us it's not this next week but it'll be the following week is we get to find out a little bit more about the shirts steve right we're gonna find out a little bit about where those are coming from you see that yes. he just put that under his. He just put one actually the new kit under himself so you could. I just saw that. I did, you could get a glimpse if you look. I had to wipe off the that. camera. Again, you gotta tune in live. You gotta you gotta watch. It's not a blue beach towel, guys. Don't worry. Um, oh, yeah, keep reveal. Oh. Um, March third, really exciting. Um, we actually, as a supporters group, have a few things uh, planned. So stay tuned on um, some some things leading into that event. Um, maybe being a part of you know the kit reveal, maybe. Um, some pregame events. There's, we've got some stuff going on. Um, when I say that the new new leadership team is working hard, um, I mean it. Uh, we're working our ass off to 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 make this year the best that we've had um, so far, and, and really be prepared as we lead into this. So, uh, everybody's super stoked for the kids, um, and we're going to try to make the event as good as possible with some with some hype. We'll have a couple contributions, both kind of secretive at this point. But if you are a member of the group and you do actively participate in chants and drumming, you'll have a, a chance to participate. And as well as we'll have some other stuff to do uh, for some of our members to where we can contribute to the event, too. So it's going to be a pretty fun thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's a good mirror and bookend to our relationship with Adidas, where we had a kit reveal there at Stone a number of years ago. I think arguably this one seems more exciting in a lot of ways. Uh, at least it is for me, just because I know that I'm going to get to see the color that we've wanted to see on these kits for a while, and that's Tory Green. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I, I think most of the fan base is foaming at the mouth uh, for these kits. But in terms of, you know, day-to-day -day activities and, and what we have to get to first, we, we have a Cholos match. That's a big thing. But we've got some questions, I think, that people have, you know, kind of commonly asked us in terms of attending matches, in terms of the locals' operations, and then also here in the chat tonight, uh, as we've asked you for, and you can pepper them in as we're going. Jerry, you know, what, what kind of questions are people asking, man? There's a few questions, uh, Drew, actually, now that you ask. Uh, first one being, what if my tickets don't show up in AXS, you know, that app that we use for tickets? Hmm. it's a good question. Who, who do I contact, I guess? Who do I call? I guess it'd be probably the, the loyal ticket office, if you have a ticket representative. You can probably reach out to them is the, is the best way, especially if you're a season ticket holder. If you're not, uh, calling and contacting the ticket office is typically the best way to get in with them. And, and typically what happens, I've seen, is that they've just somehow something in AXS needs to be pushed again or sent again. And then usually when they send it again, it shows up in your app. And that's been my experience. But 
they've been pretty typically healthy or helpful, <laughs> healthy, yeah, healthy too, but helpful as well. Another question is, how do I sell, exchange, or gift my tickets? Good question. I, I personally, I go to the locals Discord as a locals member. What's nice is we have that Discord. We have a ticket exchange section. So the first place that I go is I go there to either pick up tickets or to sell or exchange my tickets, usually give them away. If I can't be there for a week, like this weekend, unfortunately, I'm going to be in Arizona scouting Chandler. It's more of an in-laws thing, but I, I won't be able to attend the match. So I'll put my tickets in there for people to pick up. You can also go ahead and, again, reach out to your ticket representative or reach out to the club in terms of uh, – figuring out a way to hand off your tickets possibly to somebody else in the case of uh, gifting them maybe through a back door. Yeah. Um, how can I get extra tickets in 109? Extra tickets in 109. Hmm. Well, the nice thing is if you're a season ticket holder, you can actually get the season ticket holder rate for those tickets, which is pretty cool. It's, it's something the club has extended to us as supporters, which is nice. So again, same answer as the first two. Got to reach out to people, but those are two uh, or actually three really common questions that we've received is what is, what do I do here? The answer seems to be pretty typical for all three, but again, you have a variety of options in terms of where you want to go in terms of uh, selling your tickets. In this case, getting extra tickets. One of those ways would be the ticket exchange I just mentioned. The other one would be reaching out to the club and you can actually purchase them for that supporter or season ticket value, which is nice. You know, this is a big one. This is one that uh, a lot of people have asked me, and I know you guys as well. How do we uh, do we have, if at all, do we have a barking lot schedule? That's a great question, Steve. <laughs> back in the land <laughs> of loving. Yeah, I, I had to come inside. Um, good. Yeah, the answer is yes and no. Uh, barking lot's a little more complicated this year. Um, obviously, it's something that we tried and tried and tried and tried to make successful last year. Um, there were times that we it was well attended and it was totally worth it. There were times that we had scarce attendance and USD isn't a fan of that. Cause they, you know, they, they, they put, they put forth staffing and it's coordination on their, their part too. So it's kind of complicated, but we're still in talks with USC to uh, see if parking lot is possible. And if so, the first one we would definitely target would be opening day. And then we would definitely work on a schedule thereafter, but it's a little more complicated than it has been in the past, just because we need to really kind of talk to USD. We need to talk to the club. We need to talk to um, internal and just to kind of see if it's, if, if, if it's something we're going to work out or not this year. So there's, there's still a lot of discussion and news to come on Barking Lot for sure. There's a few questions in the chat right now. If you have some, please go ahead and start sending them like right now. We're going to start with one. Uh, actually, Carl has a couple of really good ones. One related yes. to... The parking lot, which is, is Andrew going to DJ at the parking lot? I would if say absolutely. If, um, if we couldn't work everything out, that's definitely a conversation we'd have. Yes. I think that we want to get, we want to make sure that we can obviously have one first before we kind of reach out and, and, and reach that, that subject. But um, that's, that's definitely intriguing. That sounds like a ton of fun. I've I talked Andrew to him at the one. game. Yeah, I talked to him at the game. Actually, he had an issue, if you looked on his Twitter, with his uh, basement flooded, I guess, and some of his records almost got damaged. But they're apparently they're safe, so he definitely can spin for us just to uh, make sure anybody wasn't worried about that like I was. Uh, <laughs> call his buddy Diplo and borrow his. Weekend. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Have Diplo come and DJ, too. Why not? We'll have him open up for Andrew. That'd be sweet. Love it. He's uh, ready to go. What else we got? What else we got? Oh, this was a, this one actually this one is Carl asked it, but I was thinking it as well. 
You think that the kits are IPA shape friendly? <laughs> oh, um, I, 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 there's been a lot of talk on Discord if the kits are you know true to size or not. Um, I, I, I don't have a Charlie kit. The club kind of told me that they are, but maybe order a size up. But they're I, a little slimmer I, from what I, we I heard. They're not as boxy. Answer. Was what we were told. Yeah. Uh, generally was that like before as a taller guy that has some heft here, but not very wide uh, left to right, if you will, or, or uh, horizontally, they were a little more boxy. The Charlie kits have a little more taper to them, if you will, just to give you a, a descriptor there. So generally they fit true to size, but they have a little more taper than the kind of nightshirt esque Adidas shirts, which could feel that way at times. And just in terms of being a little bit floaty. That's what Great I heard. Question. Yeah, that's pretty much what I heard as well. So, uh, definitely getting myself a medium, not a small. Well, you, I'm I'm waiting. That's one thing actually. Maybe we could. I have a question uh, in regards to which is, uh, you know, the whole pre-order thing. It come. It's yeah. it maybe we can talk about Jerry. it more in, in lounge a little bit. But the whole pre-order thing, like I know there's a lot of people that are just. I mean, I don't care what it looks like. I'm gonna buy it. I'm waiting. I want to know what so I'm one, spending my money on. Paul Naku, I'm looking at you, uh, who already ordered 10 <laughs> and size, uh, and every single one of them. But, you know, like, it just, I'm, I'm waiting on that. How do you guys feel about it? Um, so I'll say this about where I thought you were going with this was more sizing. I will say that one piece of feedback we've gotten from the club is if you pre-order a size and you get there, uh, they'll let you exchange the size on site. So if you, if I, if I go, if I were to pre-order a large, and I get to the kit re reveal event and I kind of try it on. I'm like, oh, wow, this really doesn't fit. I need an XL. They'll let you exchange it on site. So that's that's kind of a that's a pretty cool thing. So you're not like locked into the size. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good point, Jerry. That's 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 definitely a good point. I think I think the pre-order is nice because you kind of guaranteed. Um, but knowing the club, they definitely will avoid last kit reveal situation where they sold out of everything um, way too early. Just knowing knowing the club, they'll avoid that situation. So I, I'm not going to guarantee anything. Obviously I, I don't work for the club. I just, I know that that was a bad situation for them and that they, uh, knowing how much they, they care about this, they're going to, um, they're going to, they're going to make sure they have kids. Yep. I, I they, they're going to have more than enough stock is what we were told. And they rectified whatever their supply chain issue was from the last reveal. You know, if you, if you do remember that one. So I think we'll be a little bit better off. It's just a question of, which one's which, too, is the other thing, Jerry, people ask me with that pre-order. Is the home kit the Tory green? Uh, yes, it is. So that is the one that, if you are curious, that will be the green kit, just for people so they know, because it does not tell you. So that is a nice, friendly tip for you as well. And circling back to our ticket question, uh, we also have some nice comments here. And one of them was uh, from Nicole. You can get them at the ticket booth as well at Torero. So if you do ever walk up and want to purchase extra tickets, luckily in 109 at this point, maybe in the future, it'll be all sold out and you can't do that anymore. But most games you can walk up and still purchase extra tickets at the door. Usually they're going to be faced value just so the people know that as well. Moving forward. Is there any more questions in the chat, Jerry, or we can jump into our match this weekend? No, let's get into it, man. There's no more. Yeah. So the match against Cholos this weekend, the, uh, Classico Sin Fronteras, as I call it. The uh, club called it the Border Classico. I like to think that the border is just a frame of mind, uh, even though it's a very real structure. Uh, but it, it, it is, you know, to most of us here culturally, just a, um, a place that 
doesn't represent us as a whole community. And so it's fun to have our friends uh, and, and our compatriots here from across the border, the, the Cholos de Tijuana, come up and play us here at Torero for the second straight season. It's going to be pretty fun here as a, uh, as a match. You, you guys excited? I'm pretty excited. Oh, I'm stoked. And you know what I'm yeah. bummed about is I won't be at the at the jersey reveal, but I'll definitely be at this Cholos match coming up. There you uh, go. 7 p.m. kickoff, everybody. So it's a little bit later. It's, a, again, another uh, Saturday, right? There you go, yeah. So it's going to be just kind of a, a primer for the season. Most of our games this this year are on Saturdays, very few Sunday games. Saturdays and Wednesdays is the most of our schedule, at Torero, at least. So we'll have a lot in common with these two preseason games in terms of timing and, and how it looks. 7 p.m. kickoff. Again, your tickets will be in AXS. There is no television, I believe, for this in terms of locally. So it will be one of those where you have to be there live. As I said, unfortunately, I won't. So I'm, I'm not going to be one of those lucky few that get to see this this Clásico Sin Fronteras. But... Man, last, Drew, last year you were in Italy for the game, and this time yep. you're just going to be in, in Arizona. Ricardo just looks at my <laughs> schedule and says, when is Drew out of town? And that's when yeah. I'm going to schedule uh, this match that Drew really wants to go to more than most <laughs> matches. I, I love the USL opponents. Every match that counts for points is great, but this is when – that you got to go to. And, and in fact, I've been trying to find a way out of this trip this weekend and it's not happening, but uh, I pulled every string I possibly could because it's going to be a fun game. And and luckily the, they, they might not bring as many starters as they did last year in terms of who's coming, but you never know. You never know who they're going to bring. And it's, it's going to be a hefty matchup either way. And when you're wearing these shirts in the, in this town, right, it means something. It doesn't matter if it's an exhibition or not. It definitely means something to us as fans. So we'll be very fun to watch. And we're going to do what we did last match in terms of some of the operational stuff leading into the match here. It won't be uh, exactly like a full season match, but almost, right? Uh, pretty much everything is lined up in terms of that. Last week, we met up at a local brewing establishment, Steve. Where where did we go? We were there at 4 p.m., I believe. Yeah, last week we were at uh, Coronado Brewing. This past yep, we're Saturday. doing it again this week. And it was uh, yeah. last last season, it was kind of more of an informal gathering uh, that we had on days that we didn't have a parking lot. Uh, and this year, we've made it more of a formality. We've talked to Coronado, um, you know, we've kind of talked to him and said, hey, this is something that we like to do. Um, and we'd like to continue that relationship with them. It's a great space. There's food. It's a great outdoor venue. Um, it's close to the stadium. So it's something that we definitely want to continue doing. But so that'll be the, the de facto plan unless we do parking lots. So it's kind of a flip than the flip from last year where the plan was more of a barking lot every, every game. And now it's more of a Coronado every game. And then when the one-off barking lots, again, if we can, if we can work all that out, um, then that'll be the the one-off to, to do that instead. But great. Yeah, Coronado Brewing 4 PM. All ages. They have food. They have great pizza. They have an amazing pretzel that I somehow find myself buying almost every time before a game. I don't know why I just like pretzels, but if you do want to bring your children, if you are under uh, beer age, if you will, you can still enjoy some soft drinks and, and some food there as well with us. So don't feel like you're you're kept out if you're somebody who normally can't go to certain breweries. This one is pretty friendly for you. So that's happening at 4 p.m. And then we'll have our march to the match. We've been doing it from the fountain when we don't have a bum's barking lot. And we're continuing that tradition. So that is the goal here. We also have some time to possibly watch the players walk down and greet them from a little bit more of a distance than we do normally. So if you do show up a little bit earlier, you have that option. But the March of the Match, Steve, when are we doing that these days? Oh, on mute, man. Muted. Typical Zoom yeah. issues. Uh, Playing at 635. Um, 
still, I believe. Um, if if we kind of reevaluate that from uh, last match and continued, you know, we'll make sure to update everybody on social, you know, email what the plans are. But the plan right now is 635. Meet, meet at 635 at the fountain. Um, that just gives us enough time to rally the troops to get to the sec to get to 109. Everybody can still get their beers and be back in 109 by the time the game kicks off. So perfect. That's the awesome. plan. 6:35 p.m. at the fountain. Exciting. I'm I'm excited for the season. I'm ready to get there, but this is going to be a fun pit stop in between, and I think a a chance for us to get ready, especially against our our uh, our friends uh, from La Masacre, are going to show up as we know they do and be able to kind of push the locals here in Section 109. One of the things that we do during a regular season matches that people were asking a bit about, we don't do a man of the match during preseason matches. It's just something we haven't done, so that's why we're not doing it. We are going to have it look a Yeah, we'll have it look a little bit different since they are going to remove those stairs that were by us. Uh, That is something that's coming out. So we have a plan. We have some fun ideas uh, to to make it a little bit different. And so we'll be letting you know about those or surprising you in certain ways as well along the way. So stay tuned for that Uh, post-match in terms of um, what's going on. One of the things that we'd like to do is have you guys as members specifically be able to discuss this a little bit more. So one of the things we're going to look to do possibly this match, if not the next match is leave a space for you to do that on our discord and via your voices. So look forward to that and look for that coming a little bit post-match after this match as well as something that we'd like to do just to give you more of a chance to talk to each other and, and talk about that kind of stuff and not lose that since we're going to a little bit more of a announcement and uh, supporters group focus podcast here, uh, which we really like and have enjoyed. Guys, that was our initial run here out on the the new format. A little bit longer than we thought, but we had so much to get to that I'm not surprised. Yeah. We ran a little bit over our, our 30 minute mark, but not bad. Good job, guys. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not so great. any any final questions from you guys for me about the show? No, I'm um, excited for, uh, for this new format. I think it'll work great. out really well. Um, and then having the wrap up afterwards. Uh, the, the kind of la- what are we calling it again? The lounge local live locals lounge locals lounge it. live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe in that we can talk about how I almost hit the crossbar. Uh, Ooh, yes. You just want to be sad again, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can, maybe we can rustle up some. Vi- uh, John can rustle up some video for us. Maybe we'll see. Oh no! Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no, actually, no. It's, I'm proud of it. So yes, go ahead. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. That, that was that was really close. Uh, way better than I thought I was going to do. So I, I'm. Whatever this this podcast is going to be awesome. I will hopefully jump in here once in a while. You know, yeah, um, it should be fun for sure. Um, but thanks for thank you guys for having me. It's fun. Yeah, man. So stick around. We're going to have our locals live lounge. We're going to hang out. We also do just want to put out a call. John and I have have you know kind of turned this thing on in terms of going in a, in a direction here. And John's doing a fantastic job of helping direct us. We do want people to help us create graphics, pitch into the show, be a a PA or. You know, learn some of what we're doing. If you're interested in somebody who maybe doesn't have the skills, be able to sit in, watch for a bit, pick it up, and then help out as well. So please do reach out to us. As we said earlier on, we're, we're always looking for different types of volunteers right here in this vein. If you're somebody who wants to get involved, do let us know. We'd love to have you uh, and get you involved as a member. So in terms of that, thank you, John. Thank you again to Nicole, our other uh, uh, supervising producer here in terms of the announcements and things that we needed to include in the podcast today. And thank you to my two co-hosts, Jerry, Steve. Thank you so much in terms of bringing us through to this new threshold. And in terms of anything else that we'd like to say, i just like to say I love you guys and thank you so much for listening. You guys got anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. 
we're gonna we're gonna do an outro here and thanks everybody and we'll see you in the live lounge <laughs>